being in high school and thinking to myself, I can't wait to get into the real world with the adults where people are actually grown and I won't have to deal with any of this high school crap anymore. Yeah, I was wrong. Even in my 20s, it's so clear that there are so many people my age who are still in high school. You can take a girl out of high school, but you can't take the high school out of the girl. Well, not literally, obviously, but mentally, there are just some things that people do that are so childish and should have been left behind. So I'm going to call out some of these behaviors and kindly ask this generation, which just so happens to be our future, to cut it out. <laughs> Number one, social media cafeteria. So if you've seen Mean Girls or if you went to a high school kind of like it, you know that lunchtime meant seeing your friends. You always had the same meeting spot and every social group seemed to have their own spot too. Some people would eat in the main areas that were most visible, some would be quietly off to the side, and some would hide in the stairwell. I don't know about you, but this actually was the case in my high school. It was very heartbreaking, but I'm sure it's not just a case of my school. Basically, where you ate in the cafeteria determined your unspoken social status. And guess what? Social media picks up right where the cafeteria left off. Just a few examples. The amount of reactions you get on LinkedIn reveal how important your voice is and how influential you might be in the job market. The amount of likes and comments you get on your Instagram photo are somehow reflective of how awesome you are. And the number of retweets you get on Twitter might reveal how many people agree with you and what you have to say. So popularity still matters to us and the way we approach social media proves it perfectly. It could also be just how we use it. Whenever you're stalking your ex's new girl or your current partner's ex, you look at how their pictures look, you look at how many likes and comments they get, how much praise they seem to receive from people, and the comparison between you and this other person somehow convinces you that she must be better than you, right? Wrong. We're not in competition here. And this is exactly what social media does to us. I'm not saying you should leave all your social media. That is insane. Obviously, like social media is not going away anytime soon. Okay, let's be real. But just be cautious of using it as a way to actively shape and confirm other people's social statuses. And by doing so, we perpetuate the sociocultural hierarchy typically found in high schools. That was a mouthful to say. Wow. Number two is that gossip doesn't end when you graduate high school. It actually evolves. You know, in high school, we would gossip about who's dating who, who broke up, who cheated, who got way too drunk at the rookie party, and who said something about someone behind their back and stuff like that. We don't gossip like this anymore. At least I hope that people don't gossip like this anymore. Like, please. But Gossip now takes the sneaky form of, you know, catching up over coffee. When you catch up with someone that you haven't seen in a long time, you exchange stories and you low-key kind of gossip about people whose lives don't concern either of you, right? Or you're at the office on the clock and you see your coworkers in a private meeting with the boss and you're so nosy and you have to ask someone what it was about or you have to overhear it for yourself. And for some reason, you're interested in your coworkers' love lives when they're, when they're dating someone within the office. Like for me personally... I do not, I would rather not know when two people I work with are hooking up. Please don't tell me. But unfortunately, this just seems to be the inevitable gossip that happens even in the workplace. And here's another example. When your parents throw Christmas parties and have a bunch of other parents over, do you not hear how gossipy they get? I always noticed it as a child, but I think I know now that gossiping really just, it doesn't end because high school doesn't really leave us in that way. Number three is reverse bullying. 
So this is very serious. I'm not going to make any jokes about this particular topic around bullying. In places like high school, maybe it was the nerds who were not considered cool. Maybe the music geeks also were not considered that cool. But it was mostly people who were just trying to be themselves who weren't considered cool. They were out of the status quo. They were just doing their own thing. And for some reason, they get picked on for it. And that's ridiculous because now in my 20s, the cool people are the kind ones who work hard and mind their own business and be themselves. But sometimes the ones who were bullied for trying hard in school are now coming around to exert an intellectual superiority. You can see that bullying comes from a place of insecurity, which is exactly why bullying from a young age is dangerous. Because people who are bullied excessively at school, especially those who don't have a stable life at home either, they're so prone to becoming bullies later on in life in some way, shape, or form. Take a look at some of the people who are police that were bullied as a kid. They might be more harsh on people who resembled their bullies, and it brings out this rage that was never addressed before. So it comes out in a cycle on the job a lot more than you think. And they go on a power trip because they never had that control when they were being bullied. So now that they do, they're taking it out on this innocent person. So you see, like bullying is just a continuous evil cycle. And of all the things that still live on after high school, this one is really sad. It, it truly breaks my heart that it still happens even in adulthood. That's all I'm going to say about that because I think we all know what I'm talking about. Number four, if you're attractive, you'll do great. I read this somewhere online. Um, I don't even know if I agree with it that much that your looks can be an advantage. First of all, I don't see how this was an advantage at all, except maybe socially in high school, because when it comes to academic success and stuff like that, I, I mean, I was ugly, so I honestly can't comment on whether or not it would have changed things for me, but I think I did pretty well. Like all my teachers liked me. Most of them wrote really great reference letters when I needed them for university. I got basically any position on any committee that I actually wanted to be on. And I didn't apply to that many. I maybe applied to like three in my senior year and solely because I needed them to show something on my university applications, not because I actually wanted to do them. So I'm grateful for those because I received opportunities that others who applied for them didn't. And I'm not really sure if it had anything to do with my looks. Even when I overapplied to like nine schools because I thought I wasn't getting accepted anywhere, I ended up getting accepted to all of them without any of them knowing what I look like. Maybe it helped that they didn't know what I look like because maybe if they saw me, they wouldn't have accepted me. I don't know. Who knows? Just kidding. I do see the validity behind this point though because there's a lot of studies that show favoritism and biases for attractive people. So giving them more opportunities, more likely to trust attractive people. I think that even if a person's really attractive, they still need to have skills and the work to show for and not just depend on their looks. I don't think that your looks will actually get you farther. Maybe it will help. I don't know. But I think if you have both skills and personality and good looks, like we all love people who are well-rounded and have it all, don't we? Just kidding. I don't. I actually am so jealous of you guys <laughs> who are like that. Anyways, thank you for listening. I hope you related to some of the things I talked about because it doesn't really matter what you thought about high school. The culture is still alive and well in our daily lives. Maybe with some maturity and reflection, we can all outgrow some of these high school behaviors. But for now, I'll see you next time on My Terrible 20s. <laughs>